Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. Thank you for starting your weekend with me. We're going to do Ask Frank Anything in just a minute. So if you want to start queuing up with your questions on any subject, you can go ahead and call 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. I have a feeling we're going to be in store for some good questions today. We'll see how that goes. Now, meantime, if you are a New York City public school child, the big news yesterday is that Diwali... The Hindu celebration known as the Festival of Lights will be a public school holiday in New York City starting next year. Mayor Adams announced plans to include the holiday in the public school schedule at a press conference yesterday morning alongside State Assemblywoman Jennifer Raj Kumar and Department of Education Chancellor David Banks. This is something that the Hindu community and the Buddhist community, the Sikhs and the Indian community in general has been uh, pushing for for a long time. And if we're going to have all these other holidays, Eid al-Fadr, the Lunar New Year, uh, Christmas, Rosh Hashanah, I don't have an issue with uh, them celebrating Diwali. But here's the question. If you're a Christian student, why should you, and you're not celebrating Diwali, why should you be off for Diwali? If you're a Jewish student and you don't celebrate Lunar New Year, why should you be off for Lunar New Year? If you're a Muslim student and you don't celebrate Christmas, why should you be off for Christmas? So I have long thought that rather than have the city pick and choose which holidays that they're going to honor with a day off for school children, I have long said that the best philosophy that the city should employ is give every student 11 holidays. And they can take those 11 holidays as they and their parents see fit. If you want to use them for Jewish holidays, including Jewish holidays that aren't currently recognized by the school calendar, go ahead and do it. Same thing for Muslim holidays or Hindu holidays, Christian holidays, whatever the case may be. But uh, I just I've never really understood why we give children off for holidays they don't celebrate. I guess the rationale is there are going to be so many children out from school that there's not going to be a lot of education going on. I think my philosophy is a better one, and I think it'll teach children to better budget their schedule and their calendar as they become adults. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I am Frank Morano. We have been paying tribute for the last week or two to our friend and our colleague Bernard McGurk. In fact, there is a portrait of him in the studio 
right now. And uh, just yesterday, I ordered a memorial T-shirt at our WABC radio store online. And as I understand it, the proceeds for that T-shirt do go to fighting prostate cancer. If you want to get one of those shirts, you can do so at WABCRadioStore.com. But one of the announcements that our owner, John Katsimatidis, was very proud to make literally the day that uh, Bernie died, which was that was that he had just met with the Cardinal. No, not the Cardinal that Bernie used to impersonate on the air, but Cardinal Dolan. And he was making arrangements for them to do a special mass in Bernard McGurk's honor at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Well, I'm very happy to tell you that that mass is taking place on October 26th at 10 a.m. And we remember the life and the memory of an incredible man and a wonderful part of our radio station, Bernard McGurk, with a special mass at St. Patrick's. Everybody's invited, so if you want to come, you're welcome to. If you plan on attending, the only thing we would ask is that you just please email rsvp at wabcradio.com. That's rsvp at wabcradio.com. It's going to be at 10 a.m., on October 26th. If you can't make it, I understand there's going to be a special live video stream of the service from St. Patrick's website. So it's going to be very emotional, obviously, but I think it's the kind of send-off that Bernard McGurk would have really enjoyed. He used to be an altar boy, and uh, sometimes you'd never know it by how he used to mock (laughs) several different cardinals, but he was a very devout Catholic and I think took his faith very seriously. So this strikes me as a very appropriate send-off for him. Uh, I'll be there, and I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of you there. Uh, That's uh, 10 a.m. on October 26th. Just send an email if you want to attend, rsvp at wabcradio.com. Hey, coming up this hour, we're going to talk with another WABC legend. Thankfully, this one is still alive. The one and only John Gambling, who was an integral part of the WABC family for years, including on September 11th. He's going to join me in just a few minutes. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I've been critical of Mayor Eric Adams uh, with good reason and uh, both stylistically and substantively. The one area where I have been sort of light on my criticism of him has been his handling of the migrant situation because. These folks are coming here. They're being sent here by President Biden and Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis. And there's a giant influx of people that New York City can't handle. So I don't envy the mayor in having to make the decision about how to handle thousands of people that the city doesn't have the resources to handle. So what did the mayor do? Well, he set up sort of a a tent city at Randall's Island. We can argue whether this was a good idea or a bad idea, but I'll tell you, even though I don't envy the mayor's position, I couldn't help but chuckle at a story I read this week in that the world's leading search engine, Google, appeared to have rejected Mayor Eric Adams' official name for his migrant processing center on Randall's Island in favor of something, well, a little bit more descriptive. Instead of labeling the site a humanitarian emergency response and relief center on Google Maps, Google Maps, if you hover over where the 
tent city is on Randall Isle on Randall's Island. It simply calls it what it is, quote, Adam's Tent City. The term popped up next to the red locator pin for the Icon Stadium parking lot where City Hall planned to unveil the new facility on Tuesday afternoon. Three giant white tents have been set up at the site, which is slated to temporarily house as many as 500 migrants before they enter the city's overloaded shelter system. Two tents are filled with rows of cots, while the third is outfitted with tables and chairs. There are also six portable shower units, six portable bathroom units, and a laundry. It's unclear whether the Adams Tent City label was chosen by the search engine or a user who chose to pin the location using instructions available on Google Maps for how to add a missing place or add your business. But either way, it is sort of funny. And I know that the Adams administration is not laughing, and they'd prefer if Google would rename it something more official and a little something a little less personal to Mayor Adams. But like it or not, the mayor is going to have ownership of this tent city at least in the mind of anybody that uses Google Maps. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. One more hour to go, and then I can start my weekend, and hopefully you could start yours. Don't even think of touching that radio dial. We have the $1,000 Minute coming up and a bunch of other fun things. Let me tell you about a young man that I just adore. He is only three years old, but like a lot of three-year-olds, he loves everything about the New York City subway system, the symbols, the cars, the colors, the destinations. And I don't know that there's a New Yorker that loves the subway system more than three-and-a-half-year-old Upper West Sider Mark. At the height of the pandemic, when the local resident was just one-and-a-half, Mark would walk around the neighborhood with his mom and dad and get transfixed by the subway entryways and symbols for the train lines. According to his mother, he, she said we wouldn't actually go down, but he would be really intrigued by the signage. He was absolutely, he has absolutely always been obsessed with the alphabet and numbers. So it was pretty natural as he was growing up that he figured out those corresponding trains. And when the vaccines came out, we started taking the trains. So his mom said that one day it just clicked in her son's brain that the signs corresponded to moving vehicles. And for him, apparently, it was the coolest thing ever. And the passion for the subway system has started a series of adventures for Mark and his family in which they're trying to ride a new train line every single weekend. And he's very excited about taking all these trains. And he's on a mission to take every single subway station in the city. And they also try to incorporate, the family tries to incorporate, and I want to be clear, this three and a half year old is riding with his parents, not by himself, lest anybody try to call Child Protective Services. But the family also tries to incorporate a fun destination in their travels on whatever line they might be on. I think this is so great. He's on this mission to take every train in New York City. I think it's wonderful. 
in the era where uh, everybody's sort of down on mass transit and down on the subways, I think it's wonderful that you have a three and a half year old that has this amount of knowledge, this amount of passion, this amount of enthusiasm for the train system. And I have no doubt that he's going to be successful in his goal in short order. And I will be the first to give him a commendation when he is. I hope uh, when I have a son that's three and a half years old, he's as passionate and determined about something as Mark is about taking all these trains. I'll just say to Mark and his families, way to go. Good luck to you. Beam me up. To be continued.